Welcome to Kitzah B'Kitzah, we're up to Simen Samach Gimel, the halachos of Oinoas Devarim and Genevas Das. First halacha that Kitzah tells us, that just like it's also to do Oinoa in sales, it is likewise also to do Oinoa with words. The Pasuk says, L'asenu ish esamisoi, b'yereisim alekecha. This is referring to Oinoas Devarim, b'yereisim alekecha. Hashem knows what your intentions are with your words. In fact, the kids are right that Ainoas Dvarm is worse than Ainoas Maman. Why? Because you could pay back money. You can't pay, ba- pay back words. Ainoas Maman is with money, but Ainoas Dvarm is with the person himself. Someone who cries to Hashem about Ainoas Dvarm is immediately answered. Especially regarding one's wife. A person has to be extra careful because. Women are naturally more sensitive, and even a little bit of tzar can get them to cry. And the gates of tears are never closed. Next halacha. So what is a noas devarim? A person should not, should not say, uh, how much do you want for this? If he has no plan on buying it. If someone wants to buy grain, don't send him to someone who doesn't sell grain or doesn't have any to sell. If someone is a Baal Tshuva, do not tell him, Zuchar Remember what you used to do before you, were, before you did Tshuva? If someone is experiencing Tsar, he has Yisurim, Rachman al-Tzlan, don't talk to him the way Eev's friends spoke to Eev. They told him that, hey, you know, people who don't have any Averis don't, don't get Yisurim, so it's probably because of your Averis. If someone doesn't know something, don't ask him about it. Don't, bottom line is, don't say anything which will cause pain to someone. Next, halacha. Someone who has a disparaging nickname, do not call him by this name, even if he's not embarrassed by it. And everyone always calls him this. If you have in mind, if someone has in mind to, to use this nickname, to embarrass him? That's an Astvarim. Next, Allah. It is Asr to do Genevas Das, to steal the Das of people. What does that mean? To trick people with words, even though, even if you're not taking their money. And even a guy. Genevas Das applies even to Goyim. Therefore, even if you're selling Goyim meat, you can't tell them that it's kosher if it's straight. If someone is selling an item that has a defect, even if he's selling it for the price of that defected item, he's not overcharging him. He nevertheless has to tell the buyer that there's something wrong with it. This doesn't apply by a gift. A gift can be given even if it has a flaw. Next, halacha. A person shouldn't invite his friend to, to a meal to his house if he knows that he's going to turn it down. He should not offer a gift to someone who knows will not accept the gift. Anything where, because it's, it's ingenuine, I'm only inviting him because I know he's going to say no. I'm not really inviting him. Anything that is said but is not meant should not be said. It's called Echad Bapev Echad Balev. Rather, everything a person says should be done with the right intention, knowing and believing in what he says. 
you should always have a Sfas Emes, a Ruach Nachain, and a Lev Tahar. Simon Samach Dalad Halachas of doing business with something that's Aser. First Halacha the Kitu tells us is that anything which is Aser may not tell you to eat, even though it's much to get Hana from it. If it's something that is meant to be eaten, it's special, it is food, it's Aser to do business with it or to lend with it, even to buy it just to pay your workers is Aser. However, something which is not specifically used for food, like uh, horses and donkeys, right? So they're used for transportation or for carrying bags. That you're allowed to do business with. Chelev is also an exception that you're allowed to do business with because the Torah specifically says, Ye Alacha. Next, Alacha, if someone just happens happens upon some, something that's Aser. For example, he's fishing and he has a big fishing net and some of the fish that come, come up in his net are in kosher. Or somehow uh, he, he, he has an avela or a trefa in his house. A shechita goes wrong, something, something like that. So that, that once he has it, he's allowed to sell it. Since his kavana was not to buy it and resell it. It wasn't for business. However, he should sell it right away. And he shouldn't hang on to it and fan it up to be able to sell it for more. He's allowed to, he, this item that he happened upon, he's even allowed to sell it using a shliach, even if the shliach makes a few bucks by selling it. However, the shliach shouldn't sell it on, as a percentage because then the shliach is, is buying it from the seller and selling it to make a profit. Then now it's his chayra. Next, halacha. Someone is allowed to collect in lieu of, uh, of debt. He's allowed to accept something which is, which is tomei. Um, however, he shouldn't hang on to it to make a profit unless this item that he's getting paid with is worth less than the amount that he's owed. So he's allowed to fan it up until it's worth the amount of money that he's owed. Let's say he's owed $1,000 and he gets some trafe that's worth 800 So he's allowed to fan it up till it's worth 1000 and sell it. Last halacha is something which is only only like gvinazakum that you are allowed to do business with have a wonderful day